it's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And today we're going to have a conversation about leadership. And I think a lot of people need this conversation in general, but certainly during a time right now when the world is a little unsure and uneasy. And I think that the world doesn't need salespeople. The world doesn't need a whole lot of stuff, but they do need a lot of leadership. And so I'm very excited to bring this guest on for you today. I would, of course, encourage you to make sure you screenshot this, put it in your Instagram, Facebook stories, wherever you want to. And I will promise you I respond to every single one. So I love to connect with every single one of you. Who I have today, I'm really excited about because before I really edify him, I have to tell you, he was part of my real for real upline for like a month there. And he was just this awesome, humble dude who had all these really cool little coaching tips. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, can you tell me that, 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 And he was clearly focused on building a legacy. And I loved and respected that about him. Uh, shortly after I met him, he got married to his gorgeous wife. He now has two beautiful sons. One is like itty bitty teeny weeny. He's still so little. Oh, he's so cute. They're both adorable. Uh, but I love how he parents. I love how he loves his wife. I love how he is out there on social media doing exactly all of the things. And specifically, I love how he leads. And so we're going to have a long conversation about that because he is not only what he calls himself the virtual mentor, which I love, but he did found the legacy leader movement, which is based and predicated upon his concept of leading with love, serving and or love, serve, grow is, is his concept, which I just think is so, so powerful. And his focus in general with his entire business, his whole coaching business, which is wildly successful. I still remember when you launched and had a six-figure launch. I was so proud of you. Oh, uh, so proud of you. Um, is He's just focused on leadership and coaching through that development in the network marketing space. So he's incredible. You're going to learn so much from him today. Please make sure you have a pen, paper, and uh, like a fresh wrist. A fresh wrist, friends, okay? There's going to be a lot of notes. I'd love to bring to the show the people's mentor, the virtual mentor, Mr. Bob Heilig. I always, I, I always laugh when I think about people taking notes because you know with podcasts like people will listen in the weirdest places like running on the treadmill trying to. Same as like me, like I'll straight up be running on a treadmill trying to not stop running and type ideas and notes that come into my head. So anyway, that's kind of funny. Yeah, so pull uh, over on the side either. of the road, stop the treadmill for a minute, go for a walk, you know, <laughs> whatever. Take notes if you're driving right now. <laughs> oh gosh, good point. I never even thought about that. Cool. Yeah. So why don't why don't you tell us a little bit about how maybe you got into this whole thing, how your passion shifted towards leadership when you left the network marketing profession, and let's kind of chat a little bit on that. Yeah. So I spent, um, you know, my the abridged version of my story. I spent over ten years in the profession as a distributor, three different companies. Um, each of those companies, I did not leave by choice. I was forced from one to the other. Um, and uh, I started out not so great. We can talk a little bit about my story as we go here. I struggled a lot, actually, in the first couple of years. I, I didn't have success right away. And, um, but that taught me a lot, those early struggles. I think uh, what's interesting is I think one of the things that makes me such an effective coach and trainer is I understand at a very deep, intimate level what struggling looks like and feels like in this profession. And I can speak to that in a way that, um, you know, not everybody can, but after a couple of years of struggling, I, I kind of figured this thing out. I had success. I, I walked away from a full-time career in medical sales, went on to build a, 
um, you know, a seven figure business and was, was on top of the world and, and thought that life was where, heading in that direction I was going. And in 2015, um, life threw me a curveball. I uh, had a series of events happen in 2015 where I had a couple of companies that closed on me um, and uh, led me into what I do today. And, you know, it's interesting because I always, you know, I always kind of hesitate talking about that when I teach network marketers sometimes because in one side I'm like, well, is it a bad thing to tell people that a company closed? And, you know, I guess you could look at it that way. But for me, the way I look at it is I look at it like no matter what, you're facing in terms of adversity or challenge in your life right now, um, it's probably not as bad as what somebody else had to deal with and they got through it okay and they, they made it out on the other side alive. I love that you say that, especially given what we're talking about because the word perspective could not be a stronger word to use because yeah, you're saying how exactly. I look at it, how I look at it, how I look at it. Yeah. And I, I would argue that regardless of any political climate or anything, everything in your life, especially how you choose to lead through situations, is going to be based and predicated upon how your perspective is on the situation. So a hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I look at, you know, I think sometimes in our life we go through events that while we're going through them, we we can't see the bigger purpose behind them. And sometimes we we fall into this trap of thinking that life is happening to us and um, I went through a series of events that by all, by anyone's measure could have easily have knocked me off the path of being an entrepreneur in this profession, but I saw it as a sign that I was being directed in a different path. And my path was, um, this area of coaching and training. And, um, you know, I, I, the reason why I do share my story now is because I think that for the vast majority of people, they'll never have to go through anything like what I went through in this profession. And I think the other thing is, is it, my message is you should feel really good and fortunate if you're a part of a company that is still here and stable and, and on the right track. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I know that's far, more far off than the case, but I started this journey coaching back in 2016. Um, I had never done a video before on social media. I didn't have a big social media following. I was a successful leader in a company, but that company did not exist anymore. Right. So it wasn't, I didn't have a built in base of followers in any way, shape or form. But I, I showed up day one practicing this. Um, it wasn't called that at the time, but it truly was what was in my heart. What has now become this philosophy that I teach called uh, love, serve, and grow. Um, I created this uh, thing that we call legacy leadership uh, back in 2017. It's a pretty radically different way to look at network marketing and, and, and uh, a way of teaching leadership. Love, Serve, Grow is really a framework for, for leadership and building a business. But I showed up from day number one with this idea that if I just um, showed up every day and put stuff out there that could help people and focus instead of selling and focus first on serving and giving back and adding value, that at some point I had faith that that would work out in my favor at some point. I didn't know how fast it would, but um, fortunately, pretty quickly, we started to grow a following and build a business. And, you know, today we have a, a coaching and training company that serves the profession that I truly feel that my mission in life is to help create leaders inside of this profession that will go out and change the world. I truly believe that. I um, And I know that's kind of a grandiose vision, but I believe so much in this profession and what it can do in terms of impacting and influencing people's lives, not only through the opportunities that we offer, but also through the products and services. And uh, I feel my role is to is to teach people what leadership really means, because at the end of the day, I believe that network marketing 
is really nothing more than a leadership development program with a compensation plan attached to it. Right. And to the degree that we can step into and own that role of leader in our business and in our life, to that degree, we find, we begin to find the things that we actually want, which are success and fulfillment, um, happiness and joy and all the other things that come along with that. I, I love that. And it's interesting because even if you're not listening to this and you don't feel like you're a, even if you don't feel like you're a leader yet and you're listening, what I want you to kind of focus on is that, that framework anyway of love, serve and grow. Because that's, of course, I love it as a framework, like you said, for leadership. But honestly, you and I have similar stories because mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't, I had never done network marketing when I met you. I was a direct seller. I was in people's houses doing a thing, but I didn't know what I was doing. And instead of that, you said, instead of selling, serve. And how yeah. can you serve? And people are always wondering what value is. And I'm always like, because I say lead with value. We say lead with value, serve people. Comedy is value right now. Inspiration is value right now. Scripture on your page is value right now. Showing people hope is value right now. And it's interesting because I think a lot of the times on social media, because you and I started with no following and here we are today, thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, God bless. It's because we just kept serving and it works for sales, whether you're looking for customers is my point. And it also absolutely works for leadership as well. So I love that overall overarching theme work or framework over that theme of your life. I just think that's, I think that's extremely powerful. Yeah. And I, and I think there's never been a time that this is more important than right now. I'll tell you, and I'm just going to share my opinions. And I, and I know that um, mine might not be a popular opinion today, but it, it is what I believe. And, and I fully recognize what I teach is not the only way that you should be showing up in the world in this profession. But here's what I believe. I believe that given all the uncertainty that's in the world right now, And the fact that what people are really being plagued with right now isn't the actual virus itself. It's the virus of fear and and that's coming along with it. Right. I think what the world needs right now is not another sales pitch and marketing promotion. I think they need some love and some hope and some inspiration. I think they need a positive message. I think they need to know that there's somebody else out there that cares enough about them that they're willing to simply reach out and say hello. Because we talk about value. Sometimes the value that we have to offer somebody is just letting them know that we're there for them. Mm -hmm. And so I've been issuing a challenge to my community that now is the time for us to be practicing love, serve, grow. Because here's where I think the bigger opportunity is. I think there's three different types of people that are going to go through this today. Number one is the person that will remain frozen in fear and they will do nothing because they will be so afraid of offending someone. They'll be so afraid of putting themselves out there. They're just going to stay stuck in that fear until this whole thing blows over. And they're unfortunately going to wind up worse off for having gone through this because of that. Second type of person is going to do what I see most people doing today, which is using this as an excuse to almost in a I told you so way, start prospecting. I told you you should have had a plan B, right? You know, they want to reach out to their friend that just lost their job and say, hey, you should have had a plan B thinking in some warped sense of reality. Like that's the appropriate thing to do in that moment. Now, is it true? It's absolutely true. But the only thing that I ask people to consider is that is now the time that you want to throw that in someone's face or, you know, they want to use this tragedy as a veiled way to get people to know that their products, they should be using their product. And, and look, I'm not arguing that. And I'm also not saying you shouldn't sell or you shouldn't recruit because you should. I'm just saying you shouldn't be leading with that. See, those people that are out there doing it, they will become better. They'll they'll make it through this better because they took action. Mm -hmm. But I think there is a third person, and I think this is where the biggest opportunity lies. 
people that show up right now and love and serve before they market and sell. And what that means is you don't lead with that. What that means is you use this as a chance to reach out and connect with people as a human being before a business person and a salesperson. Because here's what I know for certain, people do not care what you know or what you have until they know you care about them. And I'll tell you in my experience, the reason why people struggle in network marketing because they're terrible at building relationships with people. <laughs> they don't even understand what that means. And here's where I know this to be true. And this is so crazy. I issued this challenge to our whole community. I want you to love and serve, forget about selling, lead. And people froze up. It was like their brain shut down because they literally don't know how to love and serve or they think they don't. Like the minute I tell them to not recruit or prospect, they don't know what to do. <laughs> And I'm like, guys, if you don't understand that this is a problem that because the only time we reach out is when we want to prospect or promote, you know, or, or it's we have this like veiled attempt where we make this small chit chat for a couple of minutes. But there's always the pitch right behind it. And but people don't put a focus on really connecting with human beings. And if if there's ever been an opportunity, I think right now, truly, this is the greatest opportunity we will ever have in our lifetime to step up and show people that you actually are a leader because if you're doing and saying the same thing as everybody else, you're not a leader. A leader has a different voice. A leader has a different message. This is a chance for you to show your teams that you're a leader. When everybody else is freaking out and going crazy, you stay calm and centered. You become a light in the middle of darkness. This is also a chance for you to show the people in your life that you are not an infomercial and that you don't have commission breath all the time. Yeah, that's that so important. You're about something more important. It's so important because if you think of what you just said, this just triggers something in my mind. It's like people in their relationships, they, they even go to Christmas dinner and they've got a sales pitch behind it. Like you said, commission yeah. breath. <sighs> like, yeah. like we, could, we could smell you a mile away. It's like, think of how you built the relationships in your family with your extended family. Like you said, loving and serving and providing some kind of value and, and not talking all the time about your opportunity, the great irony being, I bet you with that, that uh, assignment that you gave your whole community to just go love, serve, no pitching, no recruiting, no selling, love and serve, love and serve, love and serve. I bet you now, I don't know when you sent that assignment out to them, but I would guess that the people who decided to take that assignment seriously are seeing tremendous growth yeah. as a reflection of it. Because yep. it's, it changes everything. It changes the amount of retention in your business when you actually have relationships with people. It changes the way people look at you when you can, when you can say, oh, that's my customer, Bob. He lives in Philadelphia. His favorite flavor is this. And he, da, 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 da. you know all this stuff about him. All of a sudden, it's like, of course, you're not going to turn off the auto ship. No, God forbid. No way. That's my friend, Jessie Lee. I love her. She loves me. She comments on my pictures all the time. She knows my husband's name. She's out there. She's commenting when my babies do something cute. She, she, you know, thought it was adorable. My homeschooling photo and I'm not a homeschooler, but I have to cause of Corona. And like, it's just that, that relationship building. And I wonder, do you have any any, like, I know I just kind of mentioned a couple, but do you have anything that you specifically maybe show people like, Hey, okay. You're freaking out about building a relationship. You're freaking out about loving people. You're freaking out about serving people. Are there any, um, you know, like, okay, try this, try this. Is there, do yeah. you have any, anything like well, this that? Is, this is, this is exactly what the love serve grow framework teaches us. If you can start from a place of love, 
and you can focus on other people's needs on serving before selling, having a service mindset, not leading with selling. Here's what happens as a byproduct. Everything in your life grows. You grow as a person, your confidence, your belief. You grow as a leader because you only grow through taking action. Your business will grow. You will make sales as a byproduct. You will get recruits as a byproduct. You will feel more happy and joyful and fulfilled. Those emotions that you want will grow. And I think, look, it's this is such a perfect message for your podcast because this is what you've made your whole career around this. Like your secret sauce is you work your you know what off and you love and care 10 times more than most other people do. Like that's it. Like training over, go out. Thank you for saying that. Love and care about people. I mean, it it sounds like simple. It is, but it's not easy. And I'll tell you why it's not easy. And I'll tell you why most people don't do it because they don't put love at the center of their business. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of people that are in this profession are operating from a position of either fear or scarcity. They are driven by negative emotions like unworthiness, sometimes anger. So I started off my business feeling very unworthy and undeserving. And I thought that if I could just work hard enough that eventually I'd make enough money or hit a rank that I would finally feel better only to realize that that destination never exists. Right. If you're creating from a negative emotion or feeling, you will never create anything but negativity and scarcity in your life. And I actually have a word for this. I call it the achievement trap. Hmm. And I, and I love what Tony Robbins says about this. There's no, there's no greater tragedy in life than success without fulfillment. And if you think that money is going to make you feel better someday, you are in for a very, very sorry ending to your story because it never will. So I started off being driven by unworthiness Mm. and then I got pissed off and then I got so angry that I just said, I got so angry about people telling me it wasn't going to work and I couldn't do it. I went out there and I built a business on anger. And I created results on anger. But here's the interesting thing. You'll still never find fulfillment in that. And any any results or any success you create, if it's being fueled by a negative emotion, you you will not you won't have those results for very long because you will burn out because it will become exhausting. Like if here's what I see happen so many times, there's so many leaders that I work with that are like uber successful, but they're working harder today than they ever have. Because what they don't realize is they're driven by these negative emotions and they feel the need to constantly have to go out and prove themselves to the world over and over and over again. That's where they get their sense of self-worth. And so most people, they're being driven by these negative emotions of anger, fear, anxiety, unworthiness. You can never give from fear. It's all rooted in fear. Fear will not allow you to serve because it will always just be about you. But here's what we have to realize. All fear is, is the absence of love. And the moment, the moment that you shift to love, and here's where it starts. It starts with you loving yourself. I struggled for almost six years in my business because I never loved myself. And it sounds like such a, like a kind of funny thing to say, but here's how I knew this to be true. When we look at the way that we talk to ourselves on a daily basis, our self-talk and our negative thoughts and the things we believe about ourselves, these are not things that are indicative that you would ever say or do to somebody that you love. And for me, I never acknowledged my own worth. I always felt like I had something to prove. Like I had to show the world that I was worthy of what I wanted. And it wasn't until 
I recognized all of those negative thoughts and limiting beliefs as just a lie and a story that was keeping me stuck in this miserable existence, which by the way, I was successful, but I was miserable because of that. The moment I learned how to love myself again and acknowledge my own worth, everything in my life changed almost overnight because love became the foundation that I was able to give at a level that I could never give before. You know, I coach, we coach a lot of our students. We do, we do like hardcore mindset coaching for our, our students. Here's the one thing that I try to get them to understand. You not loving yourself has repercussions in your life so far greater than your business. How about your children? Like one of the greatest gifts that we will ever give to our children, I have two little boys. One, I'll tell you the greatest gift I will ever give to them is my capacity to have love and happiness and joy in my life. See, a lot of people, they don't even allow themselves to feel loved or to feel happy or to feel joyful because deep down inside, we feel we're not deserving of those things because we're driven by scarcity and fear and unworthiness. So when you step into love, everything that manifests from it, it's amazing. You can serve and give because how can you give to your team something you haven't given to yourself? So you live from love, you lead from love, you serve at a lever that you never thought you could before, and you will experience growth in your life that will be absolutely transformational. And this is what we help people do. This is what we teach people to do. I am like, you are speaking to me. It's time for me to be honest. It's honesty time. It's so funny because we've known each other since 2015, like you mentioned. And then, you know, coaching business starts, etc. And it's crazy because the person I was when we met, I was 100% building a business off of anger. I had left a party plan company and it was a, and so y'all have to hear me on this because I know this is some of you. The entire driving force was I had to beat the number one earner in a former company because nobody had ever made a hundred grand a month. And I was like, watch me, watch me. I was so filled with just anger and, uh, and, and unworthiness, really, like you're saying. And I can say that now because, like you said, so much of your coaching is hardcore mindset training. I had so many, so many worthiness issues. I had so much loss of love. I had so many traumas from my past, from my relationships with my parents, etc., that my whole business was built on that anger and Yes, I was winning. Are you kidding me? I was making 200 grand a month and I was unfulfilled. Like there was no Jesse Lee self-love. I he's not he's like, "Yep." Like <laughs> like I was just an angry person. You know, and people are like, "Oh, you're so much softer now and you're feminine now." And I'm like, that's because yeah. I'm operating from love. I'm truly at this place where it's through development. So those who were like, "What shifted?" It's like like I had to get into that What's making me actually, what actually makes me happy? And it's not going to be the money and it's not, it's going to be the serving. That's the yeah. big crazy thing is when you love yourself, well, you'll serve differently. You will. It's not, it's number one, it's not sustainable. You'll always burn out. And, but here's, here's where I see this, like at a lower level, Jesse Lee, here's how this plays out. Cause so many of our students, they'll come to us, you know, in our, um, in, in our program, we, we have a leadership certification program. Here's what I'll hear the most from people. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm still not seeing the results. I hear that so many times. Like people are going- Say it again, Bob. Say it yeah, again. Doing, rewind, I'm rewind. Doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, and, but they don't understand why. And I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna in, 
this is going to be this is going to be a life changing realization for anybody that's listening to this. That's like, yes, that's me. Turn the Here's podcast me. off. One point five. <laughs> Slow it down. Take get off the treadmill because ninety percent of the people I coach, you have said those exact words. Quote: I'm yeah. doing all the things, and it's not. We're okay, Bob. Preach on him. Come on, let. Yeah. So here, here's the life changing realization. One of our in our certification program, one of the first things we do is mindset coaching. We we've created a, um, a framework to do that called the formula for transformation. And here's what we learn that our thought our feelings, our feelings determine our actions and our actions over time, create our results. There's a lot of people that are taking the action and they're doing the thing, but they have negative thoughts and feelings driving the actions. Mm. And what, what, what we learn is this negative thoughts and feelings will create negative results a hundred percent of the time in your life. So if you're going through the motions and you're not seeing the results, it's because you have negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that are dictating what you're doing and your external results will always be a reflection of the thoughts and beliefs that you have about yourself in your mind. If you don't believe you can be successful, if you don't think you deserve it, um, you'll never achieve the results that you want. So, so what we have to do, we have to get to the level of, of our thinking and our thoughts. And that's where leadership has become my passion because look, I I've been coaching and training for almost four years now. I started out like most people doing mostly social media and look, there's a lot of like, so I'm not, I'm not saying social media is not important. It's absolutely important. There are tons of people out there. You know, we, we, we were talking about Frazier before Frazier, a good friend of mine. There's tons of people out there, you, that do amazing social media training. But what I've identified is there's a need in this profession of something else that I think is the real root cause of people's lack of results. And it's their mindset about their business because that's what leadership is. Leadership is an inside out game. And I always talk about leadership and then people are like, but Bob, I'm not a leader. I don't have a team. I'm like, well, that's your problem. Because you're a leader the day you sign into your business, whether you realize it or not. And if you're not seeing results, it's because you haven't yet learned how to lead the most important person you will ever lead, which is yourself. And leading yourself starts with you learning how to manage two important things in your business, fear and overwhelm, because they will be the biggest obstacles that you will ever have in your success. If you don't learn how to manage fear and your mind, and you don't know how to learn how to manage overwhelm, you're never going to create results in this business. And we teach our students, we have a framework where the end goal for, for our students is freedom, but it, we take it a step further. We talk about something called total freedom. Total freedom is made up of three different freedoms, financial freedom and time freedom. These are the ones that you hear talked about a lot. But there's a third that I think is actually more important. I think it's the most important, and that's personal freedom. And personal freedom is you learning how to master your own mind. And what I have learned through my own experience and through working with many, many other people, you will never be totally free until you master your own mind, until you learn how to deal with the things like everything we're talking about, switching, this is mastering your own mind and this is the starting point for people is working from there. So what helped you shift through that? Cause you were saying you were dealing with worthiness stuff. You said, you know, all, and I know bits of your life now, obviously, I don't know every, no one knows everything. Right. But 
Um, what really started shifting for you and what do you think started calling you towards this, this mindset, uh, control is not the right word, but kind of is the mindset approach to everything. Yeah. So I've always been a student. I've been a lifelong student. Um, I understand that, um, there are people out there that know things I don't that can help me. And I got to a point in my business where I got so frustrated because I was doing everything I was supposed to do. I was going to the trainings. I was, you know, all of the doing side of things, like I was doing everything, but it still wasn't really making a difference in my life. And I, out of frustration, I started just being curious and and find out what else was out there. And I had to look outside of the network marketing training that I was being given. And I started to become a, a, a student of the psychology of success. And, and leadership in general. And what, what I started to learn was, and I remember probably one of the first things that I read that was a big wake-up call to me was this um, quote that success is not a matter of doing, it's a matter of being. It's who you are in your business, right? And who you are being, that's leadership. And leadership starts with your thoughts and your beliefs about yourself. And what I started to realize as I went down this kind of road of, of, of understanding the internal game of success, what I realized through doing a lot of these exercises and reading books is that I had these limiting beliefs that I had developed early in my life that were holding me back. I'll tell you one of them, and this I think this might be really impactful for some people that might have these same issues. So most of our beliefs are formed by the time we're eight years old. We actually, we teach beliefs, like how to reshape beliefs in our program. Most of the beliefs that you have you have at an early age. And the one that usually is one of the most limiting is our relationship to money, right? Our money beliefs. And um, we all have a blueprint around money that uh, most of the time unconsciously keeps us from having it. And I actually developed a limiting belief early in life where I associated money with pain. My parents, um, they, well, I, I live in a middle-class household. My sister and I, we had what we wanted. But money was always an issue in my parents' life, and it was always a source of, of frustration. And I, I was very, I, I remember that them yeah. sitting around the dinner table and having arguments about there never being enough money. Sure. One of this is going to sound so ridiculous, but this is how beliefs are formed. I used to have, I had this traumatic experience for myself where every single year, my parents would take me school shopping to Kmart. This is where we used to go school shopping for Kmart. And I was a nightmare to take school shopping because all I wanted was nice clothes and my parents could only afford what we could afford. And they literally used to fight over who had to take me. And it was like a kicking, screaming match the whole time. And, and here's what I used to hear. This is every time my parents used to say this to me, you better work really hard when you grow up because you got rich people's taste. You better work really hard because you're going to have to make a lot of money. So here's what happened early in my life. I associated, my parents are not bad people. You know, they no, were just, no, no. I mean, imagine if you were dragging your kid around screaming for two hours, like what you would want to say to them. But here's what I did. I, I developed a limiting belief that the only way you could make money was by working hard. And, and, and that became an issue for me. And I associated pain with money. And I spent most of my life trying to keep money away from me unconsciously and for an attempt to keep pain away wow. from me. Wow. Wow. Bob, wow. And I had a really bad relationship with money. I was bankrupt, didn't pay credit cards, got out of school, was an idiot, right? Like consciously, logically, I'm a smart person. I knew what I was doing, wasn't dumb. 
but your subconscious beliefs will always override logic. And here's the other area where this showed up. And this is where I know this is a belief that your listeners have. Yeah. I thought making money was a function of working hard. Yeah. And there I was in my business. I was already working my butt off and not making money. And I started to develop this limb, this, this internal resistance around success because I'm like, I'm already working hard. And if I want to get to Jesse Lee's level, how much harder am I going to have to work? How much more time am I going to have to put in? Because I thought money was a function of time and, and effort. And, and it, that held me back for years because I was like, am I willing to trade off what I want in life, my time freedom, my family for success? I felt like these two things were at odds. Yeah. And it wasn't until I realized that that was something that was holding me back and I changed that belief. And the belief that I changed it to was that working hard has nothing to do with making money. And I'll prove it to you. How many people in your life do you know that you work hard that don't make money or don't make a lot of money? See, what the belief that I adopted that changed my life is that money is a function of two things. The amount of value that you have to offer to the world and the amount of people that you serve. And if you can learn how to add more value, isn't it interesting how it comes back to this idea of service? The more people that you can help, the more money you make. And it doesn't have to be a function of time. For me, it became live video. I just started helping a lot of people through live video, which only took me 30 minutes a day, but it trans it transferred into thousands of people that I was helping every day. And that's how I built this business where, you know, today the greatest gift that I have is, is freedom in the sense that I don't believe that I have to trade off these different areas of my life. I know that I'm going to be able to be a great father and be there for my children and still be able to build and run a multiple seven figure business and not have those two things be at odds. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, I know I went on a little bit of tangent, but you asked the question, when did I make a change? It's when I actually realized that these were the things that have always been holding me back that I never even realized. I, I love that you said all of that. I think that the story, it's, it's amazing. I, I didn't know about the eight year old thing, but I had the same really unhealthy relationship with money. Kind of, I don't know about rich people taste, but I remember being told that I, you don't value everything. I can't wait for the day. You have to pay for your own shoes. Cause you just, you shove your foot in the shoe. And I'm like, what? You know, like we worked so hard for this. And so it's crazy. Like yeah. those become and define who you are. And it really is what you said. I hope everybody wrote all of that down, but especially that, that the money, it, it, you're going to make more money based off the value you offer and the amount of people you serve. And both the two of us, same thing. When we both started, when I met you, we both had the same followers, I think, AKA none. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much. live video didn't exist. And then when it popped on, you know, I remember both of us, it was constant lives, lives, lives. I don't know how many, I know you went live every day too. I went live for over 700 days straight. And that was my fastest way I could think of exposing myself. And it's not that I was good. It's not that you were great either. You know, N neither of us were polished live, you know, Facebook livers. Well, Periscope, remember we were Periscoping back then too. Periscoping and whatever yeah. else. It's just that we were willing to do it because we knew we needed to serve. And so if you can yeah. get past these limiting beliefs, and I will tell you from the podcast the other day, um, I believe it was Sarah Centrella's podcast. If you guys are listening to all the episodes, um, she was talking about going through deep, no, it was Brianna Deerdick, deep trauma work. Like a lot of us have deep trauma and mindset work to go through to understand that who our parents were is not us. Yeah. Who, who your stepdad was is not you. 
The beliefs that you have from your childhood, you don't have to put on your children. I, I'm, I'm obsessed that you mentioned the kind of father you get to be leading with love and with happiness and with joy because you get to help set the mindsets of another generation. And that's true legacy. That's true yes. leadership, leading your household first. You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, people saying, oh, I'm not a leader. And the most important person you will ever lead is yourself. My God, Bob, it could not be more. But I think so many times, sorry about that, guys, had a phone call from my CEO. Um, I think so many times people don't realize this deep-rooted stuff you're talking about and that you can change all of these little nuances that you don't like about yourself just by understanding that what people said you were is not necessarily who you have to be. So... Um, uh oh, is my internet your? And I would say this too, because I know this is the thing that, you know. Go ahead. I don't know if that's me or you, but it's your froze. Oh, there you go. Okay. So I'll say this because I know there's a lot of people that are like frozen with fear right now. They're afraid to go live, they're afraid to reach out. I'll just, I'll just tell them to understand that any moment that you're feeling stuck and frozen and fearful, it's just because you're focusing on yourself. A, a simple shift from yourself to someone else. And it's, it's impossible to get stuck with fear if you're really genuinely focused on helping someone else. And whether that's just letting them know you care, sharing a piece of information, maybe you learned something on this podcast that was like one of those like, wow, I need to process that moments. Share that with someone else. You know, anytime you're fearful, you're being selfish in a sense because you're just worried about how it's going to affect you. And so if we get outside of ourselves, if we can acknowledge the fact that you want to know what, I might not have all the results in the world, but here's the interesting thing about service. You don't need 10,000 people in your downline to serve somebody. You don't need to be making six figures to share something with someone that can impact someone else. And I'll just invite you to consider that maybe it's your unwillingness to do these things that's actually keeping you from the six figures and the 10,000 people that you want. And the more that you have faith and for me, you know, part of this conversation for me, being a person of faith where I had you asked what changed for me, yeah. I had to finally realize that my unwillingness to acknowledge my own worth was really nothing more than a smack in my creator's face. Because mm. I know I was created in God's image and I know God doesn't create junk. And when I had to admit that to myself and say, get over yourself, Bob, and get out there and start sharing the gifts that you had inside of you. Because look, I, one of my worst fears my whole life was public speaking. It wasn't until I got into network marketing and started actually putting myself out there, I realized I had this gift inside of me. And I never would have discovered that if it wasn't for my ability to show up and serve and focus on other people. So I, my message to people listening, you can do this. This is a call to leadership. This is one of the greatest opportunities you will ever have in your life to let the world know that you are a leader. And if you practice what I'm teaching you here, this love, serve, grow, you will begin to set in motion a legacy for your life that will be incredible. Look, I'm fully aware that the, 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 the majority of the impact that I make through the work I do today, I will not see in my lifetime. So my legacy, I will not realize my, in my lifetime, I will not see the full impact of the work that I do because we're creating a new generation of leaders in this profession. And the ripple effect that that's gonna have in the world, children's children, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, that's the thing that gets me so excited is the difference that we can make individually. And if you think you don't matter, it does. That one person matters. Every little thing you do 
right? Contributing to, to, to spreading positivity. It all matters. So step up and do it. I love that, especially that if you think it doesn't matter, it does. It's that one person. It's not the 10,000. And you'll get to the 10,000 when you focus on the one. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the irony of it. You don't, but going back to the relationships, you're not going to make 10,000 great relationships this afternoon. But can you start with one? Can you take one thing that Bob talked about today and go tell somebody you're grateful for them? Don't ever sell. Don't sell to them. Don't offer the business opportunity. And especially in a time right, like right now, he's talking about fear. Be the hope dealer. Be the person that people know. You know, I love this concept. And I don't know that I've talked about it ever on this podcast. But in a, in a normal day at sea, in a normal day at sea, a lighthouse is just a pretty house. It's just a pretty house with a light on. Who cares? But in times when there are storms, in times when the waves are rough, in times when it is it is rough out there, like maybe right now it is for some of you, be the lighthouse. Be the light that calls people home. Be the light that shows people there's hope. Be the light that says, it's not all darkness. I promise I'm still here. I can be the light. And I love that you mention, you know, God doesn't create junk. I love that. I love that so much because I feel so much of the time, and maybe you're the same with this, I feel like half the time it's not me speaking. I feel like he's speaking through me. I'm like, I don't know where it's coming from. Don't know where it's coming from. But I feel like that's how you know you're called to do something is when you're just so drawn to something and it's unexplainable and you just, you have to do it. And if you're being called to your business, don't rest on your laurels. Understand it can be something a little bit, you know, it can, it can be the little pivot like Bob was talking about. The pivot to, hey, you know what? I'm being called to coach. Or, hey, I'm being called to step into this. Hey, I'm being called to do more relationships. I'm being called to love, to serve, to grow, like Bob said. And you need to follow that intuition because that is your divine guidance. I truly wholeheartedly believe that. And I think that right now, if we're not focused so much on the fear, but instead of, instead of, instead of focusing on the fear, we're focused on the hope. What can we do? It's like you said 20 minutes ago or something. This will be one of the defining moments of, of our lives. This corona, quarantine, whatever you want to call it, COVID-19, this is an opportunity to create that legacy like you just said. Is You're, you're not going to see it in your lifetime. It's going to live out through generations and generations and generations through your sons that are currently born and then generations that are not yet born. Yeah. And that's... Can that's, I share one more quick analogy that yeah. I think is powerful? Of I love course. This, I, love, I love this call for being the light because I think it's totally true. Like our, our opportunity to be different today is to do that, is to share messages of positivity and hope and love and give give without the expectation of getting in return that's what love does not conditional giving like when's the sale gonna come and you know there's this great analogy that i heard that when i think about being the light i immediately think about people listening to this and questioning whether they have the light inside of them Mm. i don't just i don't know if i can be a light here's what i want you here's a great analogy it's like a blue sky the sky is always blue it's, the sky is never not blue. It is what it was created to be. But sometimes it appears to not be blue when there are clouds over. It appears to be gray when we look at it when there are clouds. I look out my window right now, it's rainy. It looks gray, but the sky is still blue. We just don't see it. And the analogy that I use is there's a light inside of you. There is blue sky inside of you. There is the potential for you to do something extraordinary with your life. You just have to clear away the negative thoughts and the limiting beliefs 
And the stories that you've created about yourself, about how you can't do it, those are the clouds that are keeping you from seeing what's inside of you. Get rid of those things, recognize you for who you are, and start putting yourself out there, not from fear, but from a position of faith, believing that this thing called love, serve, grow actually works if you work it. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm going to steal it. I'm stealing it. (laughs) Um, I respect your time so much. And just so you all know, Bob actually is going to do something super special. He, because of all the craziness and he wants to be the lights, get rid of the clouds, the blue sky. He's actually opening up his leadership and coaching development program. He can tell you more about it for free until the end of April. This is no strings attached, no credit card required. And so if you are feeling very drawn to what he's saying, if you're feeling like, Wow, I need some more Bob Heilig in my life. Um, two things I would love for you to explain that. And then I, I want you to, I know I respect your time, so we got to wrap this up. But I would love for you to give maybe one last thing that if, if somebody just heard it, maybe it'll shift everything in their life. Um, maybe just something that's on your heart. Yeah, no pressure, right? Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> just share, Bob, can you share that one statement that's going to change all <laughs> of your Hey, you know what? Listen, this is my podcast. That's what I want. I want to have uh, the bomb drop. I want to have the heavens open up. Give it to me, Bob. <laughs> so, yeah. So, look, somebody that really, um, you know, we teach leadership and we have this thing called Love, Serve, Grow. And knowing that right now, there's never been a time ever that this has been more appropriate I know that we have coaching and a, and a program that we've created that literally will change people's lives because it's like exactly what you need right now. So yep. thinking about how can I practice what we preach here and really step up big time and serve this profession, we decided that we would open up, uh, it's called the Legacy Leadership Academy. It's a leader. It's a 12-month leadership certification program for network marketers. Um, it's unlike any other program that I know in the world, but I know it's so good. It'll help everybody. We decided to just let people join for free. Like, it's not a, like you got to enter your credit card or we're going to upsell you once you do like, it's literally just you sign up. It's free till the end of April. You get access to all of our program content, our live coaching that we do in a group. We have a mobile app that you can download for free. All the content and training is right on the palm of your hand. So like if you're home with the kids feeding the baby, you got your phone out, you're watching our training. Um, and all you have to do is go to legacyleadershipacademy.com forward slash free, um, legacyleadershipacademy.com forward slash free. I'll link it in the show notes so they can just click on it. Yeah, it's like, no matter when you're listening to this, if you're listening on April 29th, you can join, you'll get a couple of days for free. So on April 30th, it's free till then. Um, one of the first things we're going to have people do, we've created a leadership assessment. It's actually a, a quiz where we'll tell you we have this framework we created called the five phases of network marketing leadership. We'll tell you which phase you're in and we give you a specific action plan to grow yourself as a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, So even if you have nobody on your team, you're perfect for this program because we start from the very beginning. Um, So definitely go check that out and feel free to spread the word to your teams. I think we we just announced it last week. We already had like 8,000 people join. In That's like four awesome. Days, so I had a, a one of our big leaders actually joined your, well, a lot of leaders joined your academy uh, before uh-huh. when, it, when it wasn't free. And even that little quiz you just mentioned was tremendous yeah. for her. Um, and, and this is not, you know, Bob did not ask me to uh, to say this, but it changed her entire business because she was stuck in 
I don't remember which her, what her profile was, but it's something that was, she was not recruiting because of it. And as yeah. soon as she wrapped her mind around the place that she actually leads from, um, it shifted everything for her. So it was, yeah. it was, it was huge. Yeah, I mean, look, everybody, everybody says their program's different. I'll just let you join and figure out and you decide for yourself. I mean, what we do is very different. Um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, definitely go check that out. Spread the word to your teams. In terms of like a final parting statement, I, I, I'll share this. And this is, I think, a great way to summarize a lot of what we've been talking about, like a lot of how people are struggling with these issues of unworthiness and am I deserving, am I good enough? I think it's important to say this and understand this. You will never in your life be more worthy of what you want than you are right now in this very moment. You will never be more worthy of the things that you want than you are right now. It is very important to understand that because a lot of people have this false belief that things will be better when they get there. Mm. Wherever there is a rank, a level of income, quitting their job. And what I've learned in my life, and this was a really big realization for me, it never gets better. It only gets bigger. And if you are somebody that is driven by these feelings of unworthiness, when you get there, it's going to be so much worse for you Mm. because you're going to spend years of your life trading off your happiness and joy, trying to create something that you think will solve a problem you have only to realize that there's no amount of money in the world that will ever make you feel more worthy or, or good enough. And you'll beat yourself up even worse because you feel that way, given your success. And you will now be from a place of fear, so afraid to lose what you've created, you won't even allow yourself to enjoy it. I see that happen so many times. So here's the, here's the life-changing shift. Just acknowledge that you're worthy today. Just, just realize that all the things you really want, which are the emotions, they come from inside of you. They don't come from outside of you. And, that, and that's what love is all about. If you can start from a foundation of love and giving it to yourself first, everything else becomes effortless. The things that you, I'm going to make air quotes, the things that you have to do in your business that you hate are things that you get to do. Right. This is a gift that we've been given. This is a gift that we have to offer. We we get to prospect every day. We get to do Facebook lives. Like, are you kidding me? We can get paid to change people's lives, but you'll never see it that way unless you get outside of yourself. And all of that starts from that place of just acknowledging your own worth. I love that. You will never be more worthy of the things you want than than you are right now. Just ah, so good. Thank you so much, Bob. I love that. And if you got value from this, I know you did, but make sure I'll tag all of Bob's stuff in the show notes so you can check it out. It's because you might spell his name wrong. I don't know. Maybe you're not all German. Your your virtual upline. You can't forget that. Your virtual upline. Here you go. But I will tag all of that. Uh, Make sure you guys screenshot this, share it. Make sure you tell a friend. I think there was so much value in here. I know half of you are crying right now. So hopefully you pulled off the road, got off the treadmill, um, but do understand you are worthy. And thank you so much for just your, your messaging constantly of love and positivity. I just think the world needs a lot of that. And uh, that's why I'm so thankful to have had you on here today. You are amazing. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you so much, Bob. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a blast. Hey, podcasters, I forgot it again. The letter of this episode is P as in positivity.